Mana 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 this is social disgusting welcome to social disgusting a podcast where my guests and i discuss our lives amidst the wanton hellscape in which we find ourselves i am brandon aka ben turnsman hope you're well my guest is host of the twitch stream no prank radio and the patreon show not even a show he's a stand-up comedian and a self-described little prankster please welcome chris james welcome oh fuck all right let's get this fuck nikki imagine if i was like that Imagine I started the <laughs> podcast like that as no man. Thanks for having me on. Just to be clear, you can watch not even a show on YouTube. Okay. But I appreciate you trying to send people to, to the Patreon. That would be nice. But yeah, I have a prank calling channel where I do prank calls. I'm just trying to get you your money. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, no, I appreciate it. I just want to be maybe some people would be like, no, I'm not going to go look on Patreon for it. That's you fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your content is available and it's out there. It's absolutely worth watching too because it is it is endlessly entertaining and fascinating. Thank you, man. That's that's really nice of you to say. I really appreciate it. No, absolutely. How are you and where are you? I'm doing well, I would say. I feel pretty bad in comparison to how I probably felt before. It's getting to me. It wasn't getting to me for about a month or so, but it has started to get to me. Just, you know, the lack of communication with people, physical communication, contact, just, you know, the way of life being so different. In comparison to, I think, other people, I'm fairly lucky in my situation, and I think I'm doing fairly well well considering i am in vancouver british columbia canada i should say how is it up there canada i suppose in general is probably dealing with a little bit better than the united states it's still scary from a local standpoint from like the way that my life now operates i definitely notice a massive change the whole city is shut down essentially except for the essential stuff if you ever walk around everything's boarded up and i think it's probably a thing around the world probably not just here businesses were getting broken into a lot because these smart criminals recognized that nobody was there for long periods of time so it really looks like i mean it's really jarring to go walk out and see it and it does feel apocalyptic for sure oh all these dystopian movies i've seen oh this is what this is like yeah i've noticed the messages as well too that really like struck a chord as i i watch a lot of movies i'm obsessed with movies me too 100 percent. as part of you know i'll get into that probably as far as what i'm doing during the quarantine Spo- <laughs> hey spoiler alert it's it's watching movies uh but anyway so <laughs> yeah what really struck me was all these these messages posted after careful consideration due to the covid19 we have decided all of these like sort of public things posted up that sort of struck me as like something i've seen a lot in movies of you know when things have gone awry i don't think it's actually apocalyptic i don't either you know, I'm of the school of thought, like a lot of people, I think that it will change considerably the way that society operates. Shaking hands, like stuff like that's going to go by the wayside, at least for a while. Yeah. But but that's okay. Yeah, I don't mind that. It'll help us develop habits we should have already had in certain respects anyway, like washing our hands a lot and mm-hmm. being hygienic and respectful of other people's space. Maybe that's something we could always consider. The more I think the change that I think will be a possible long-term thing is the, is the lack of large social gatherings that's the thing that i kind of obviously it's kind of that kind of sucks you know i think it's it's good in the sense of you know yeah people washing their hands more people not shaking hands not having that much although i don't know contact is kind of nice too you know i do think that maybe like 
there might be the less invasion of space routinely from people you don't know. Yeah, that is true. I guess there's give and take on that because for all the time it's like, and I'm speaking from the, you know, the privilege of being a dude, a white male, you know, and so I, I don't experience it as much people, you know, infringing on my personal space when I don't want it to happen. Like it happens yeah. to me sometimes, but not to the degree that it would to, you know, women, for example, certainly. Absolutely. So it's like, yeah, I would, I would imagine for cer certain people in this world, they see this as absolutely um you know when it's all said and done they're gonna they're gonna uh, welcome it with open arms society that's kind of not a great way to say it but yeah I, like i love i'm a big sports person that means that's been a really really tough one for me because you know you don't of course for all of us it's the exact same but my entire life there's been sports not just the existence of sports but that's my point. Every single day of my life that I lived before this quarantine, there was sports available for me to watch. Every single, maybe when I was younger, it wasn't available for me to watch live, sure. but you know what I mean? There was sports on at that time, scores. There was, you know, whatever, it's something that I could highlight. There was every single day of my life. And then it went from that to now there's just no sport, none, zero. That must be really tough for you then. I look at it like it's been hard on me, but there are people who sports is really their life. Like, well, like, yeah, that's their, that's their identity. For ex exactly, a swath of people. their entire identity. Like, like I support Manchester United, and there's Manchester United fans who it is it is their whole identity. Their entire existence is based around that, and. I mean, it is there. I don't, I can't imagine what some of them are going through right now. But yeah, just the like going to the game. My brother and I would go to. You know, we had see we have season tickets to the Whitecaps. That's the MLS soccer team locally. Uh, and we, you know, that's just, you know, him and I are both busy and that was kind of the time we hung out and spent time together and it was sure. really a fun experience. And, uh, yeah, just, uh, just love sports, love basketball. I'd take trips down to LA to watch basketball and, you know, I have NBA league pass. And so, I mean, it's, yeah, ha having sports gone has probably, I mean, that's probably been the biggest single thing for me, the biggest single, like change that has affected me i would say yeah i know for me too yeah like um i'm a big sports fan like and like you said all of these things are in some form of stasis at the moment they're all on hold no point of return as of yet also for me though huge movie fan the movie theater experience is irreplaceable to me yeah so don't have that either so it is for a time there starting off not that i've necessarily adapted entirely to this whole situation and i definitely you know to what you said earlier i feel the wear of this more and more as it happens after being kind of okay for a while and now i feel like i have to really adjust on purpose and i didn't know what to do with myself I mean, I would, I, so my girlfriend and I would go to the movies every single week. Like every Monday, we'd go to the movies, watch a different mm -hmm. movie. So I, I love that the theater experience and it was important to me. And I found the same way. I have done fairly well to recreate it at home. Like, yeah. uh, um, I mean, now I can really recreate it because I, I bought an, uh, an Oculus Go, uh, like a VR headset. How was that experience? Oh, it's wild. It's rad, man. I mean, I mean, I have this <laughs> Skybox. I just got it two days ago. So I've just started using it. But I have all the streaming services, but I got frustrated with the amount of movies. I started getting really into watching movies and I got, got frustrated with the amount of movies that weren't on any streaming services when I was paying for three and the amount that weren't even available for download. So I just went the way of the torrent and that's my little treat to myself during the uh, quarantine 
quarantine. But the crazy thing is I, I use this app called Skybox VR. It allows you to watch in this beautiful theater. So you look around and you're sitting in a beautiful movie theater with a gigantic movie theater screen. You can move your seat from the front, the middle, or the back. I love uh, that. Yeah, you can, uh, you can watch on the moon as well. All these like, you know, there's all these different <laughs> settings. Um, but the the other cool thing is you can like I figured out how to watch 3D movies. So so I I downloaded I watched Dread 3D and like it's perfect 3D. You you download the uh. the the 3D file and you just have to put a tag on it like code it properly and then it it recognizes it in this this VR application and you can yeah you can just watch 3D movies at home and it's just I love that movie too. I loved it. I loved it. I watched it not 3D. Like I just watched it a couple of months ago and I watched it not in 3D because I had not the capability of watching 3D at that point. As I watched it, I knew that it was meant for 3D. It's weird though, because that movie to me is so well made because, you know, I've not seen it 3D. Yeah. And it's very clear, you know, to your point of stuff flying at the screen of, oh, this was meant for 3D. Yeah. But it still kicked so much ass. Totally. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. I can't believe I slept on it, to be honest with, with you. I think that I got it conflated with Judge Dread and just thought it was like a bad remake of it yes. or something like that, you know? Like that Stallone one muddied the waters for me. Yeah, totally. It's great. I watched John Wick after it, like came like I became came late to John Wick, like after John Wick two had already yes. come out. Okay. And so I like but then I become obsessed with like John Wick and like that style of movie of like an unkillable person who just kills everybody. I don't think I'm the only one. I think probably other people do as well. But I like how high someone's John Wick factor is like in a movie like <laughs> I'll like say to like my girlfriend like I'll be like oh he had like a very high John Wick factor you know like I just watched one actually where he had a high uh, a new one which I, I I will recommend as a dumb action movie it is the new Chris Hemsworth Netflix movie the first Netflix movie maybe that I've enjoyed in the last couple of years I watched it a few nights ago extraction dumb but the action scenes were good and he had a high factor of being unkillable and killing a lot of people being crazy which I like I like that even they feign oh he's injured or he's been hurt yeah we can't make him immortal so we got to do something here yeah yeah totally we'll throw a little bit of something in there bloodshot i just saw bloodshot as well and bloodshot got panned by the critics and i think it's because vin diesel is the worst actor in like the history of film and so he's like unable to even act in a scene and they they give him like any dramatic line to say and it's like fall off your chair funny because he's such a bad actor but it doesn't fucking matter no one's going there to see vin diesel act everyone's going there to see some fucking wild ass (laughs) comic book style violence that movie delivers on it and i i enjoy it a lot i saw it too and i do like the fact that the idea that like people to your point like knock vin diesel when in reality we're not even pretending that we want to see him play a character no you just want to see vin diesel yeah at least he drops the facade of playing a character yeah totally and that's all that's all anybody wants yeah. I, I think he's just so hated by the critics almost every movie he makes just gets a bad review no matter what you know to me it's just so boring and tiresome yeah because he's because he's great and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I yeah, I've been doing that. I've been the VR has been, you know, incredibly helpful. There's a lot of relaxation and outdoor apps as well. So there's like meditation apps where you're just sitting on the top of a mountain in VR like overlooking a lake while this like nice calming music plays and then the the sun's like set, all of a sudden the sun rises and you see like this beautiful sunrise. Like there's just shit like that that really that helps. That sounds to, incredible. Yeah, it really helps to calm you and you know, there's fun games and 
and stuff. And the first day I got it, which is my dream, and I and I executed and it worked out exactly how I wanted it to, was I drank mushroom tea, magic oh. mushrooms, and then I went into the world of VR and I played some of these Land's End is one of those like puzzle games, kind of weird, you know, fun VR world games. And that was extremely cathartic and extremely... During that time, it's too bad that mushrooms are bad for you and to, to take all the time because yeah. <laughs> really during the quarantine you know that's that's been really helpful as well just you know a couple of times a week i'll take a little bit you know maybe a gram's worth of mushroom tea maybe a bit less so not a huge amount and it just makes me feel kind of you know happy and nice and especially with the vr now dip into that world and just relax and and sit back and and during that time it doesn't feel like there's a quarantine on you know i truly truly yeah. forget it and escape into that relaxing world so uh, in terms of like uh, escapism and then something to, to kind of like lighten the load. I would say that magic mushrooms are quite possibly one of your top two or three best options, honestly. Yeah. Granted, you only have so much control over how that goes sometimes, but I think the VR being so immersive, it's a rare instance where you can truly control your environment. I've done mushrooms a lot of times, and so I'm sort of quite aware of, you know, like what will cause me to have a bad time and what will cause sure. me to have a good time. I set things up. I make sure my home is entirely clean because I know that any dirtiness while I'm high on mushrooms will bum me out. So I yeah. <laughs> I clean it all up nicely. I have a lot of like huge is the I can't I'll ever pronounce it. H Y G G E. It's a way of life in like Nordic countries. It basically is okay. like about comfort. It's about, you know, when things are really dark and cold, giving yourself a sense of comfort. So it's like furs and, and candles and there's all sorts of you can look it up. It's like it's really cool. But I started really okay. fo focusing heavily on that. And while I'm on mushrooms, I love that. I have like sheepskin pillows and, you know, a nice like soft blanket and a lay in that you know and like just surround myself i have really nice lighting as well so i'm my environment is very is very good and so yeah i'm lucky in that sense and yeah for taking mushrooms i really set it up the best for myself and so every time i've since in the quarantine the, the times i've done it i've i've had a great time every single time well, that's fantastic. That truly is best case scenario, especially just with I talk about how um, this is such a situation where there is such an overriding feeling of helplessness. We're kind of like being not to be dramatic, but like held captive by a yeah. By some phantom. We, I mean, we are. I mean, you absolutely are. It's not and so we, we're like paralyzed by this thing. So to be able to find any semblance of control amidst all of this chaos is so important, at least like psychologically, to feel like you have something yeah. you can take control of. So I mean, that must be a huge relief. I'm like lucky, too, that I have Emma, who's my girlfriend, who also works with me doing stuff on the channel. She, I have it mm -hmm. on, my, on the Twitch channel. She has a stream as well, and she, she does a lot of music. And stuff for it so she's like the best to have around she's like just so easy to quarantine with she's so fun and nice she's so fun she doesn't do mushrooms herself but she's so fun to hang around with when i'm on mushrooms yeah. she's like totally into it and down with it and like loves to you know like laughs along with me with my silly stuff and like <laughs> so it really makes the experience a whole lot better i think you know i have my cat as well who's just the sweetest cat who gives me so much affection constantly sleeps beside me so that's what i mean all 
all of this stuff I'm saying, I, I, I recognize that I'm very lucky. Yeah. I also have a job that I'm, I'm a comedian. I'm a, I'm a stand-up, but I don't really make my money from stand-up so much. I have two albums that are online. So those continue to get played and I continue to get royalties from them. And I'm able to continue to do my, you know, my channel. I've, you know, I've, I've had some hit because of the people who watch my channel are having financial issues due to this. Sure. And so it, you know, it trickles that uh, trickles. I'm using trickle down and <laughs> yeah. discuss of, uh, discussing economics. But, you know, it, some of that is going to affect me on a, on a smaller scale. So I've, you know, I've gotten a hit on this and, and Emma worked in a situation where she, both of her jobs ceased to exist. So, you know, my partner mm-hmm. went through, but, but still overall, you know, we have our government $2,000 per month. It's not what she was making, but it's, you know, it's something they've, they've provided something overall. I'm in a good situation. And I try to remind myself of that all the time when I, when I start getting frustrated, when I start getting angry and, you know, these last few videos, the views have been really, really down and it's made made me feel really bummed out and down. And then Mm -hmm. I start getting bummed about everything and, ah, this sucks. I'm in the fucking quarantine. I can't. And then I stop and I say, you know what? I, I haven't lost my job. I haven't lost my ability to support myself. I have all of these wonderful things. I can go take a walk. I can go do all of these things. And, you know, I'm... I'm, I'm well, yeah, but it's easy to go for anybody right now, you know, to kind of go down that rabbit hole of some impediment or just some thing that kind of like knocks you off your path. And then it just feels like the sky is falling sometimes. Yeah, no, no, most definitely. I can be in a much worse position than I am. I could be in a much better one, but I could be in a much worse one. Everybody Everybody could have a worse situation, but everybody could have a better one. And it's a weird thing where we're all in different areas. We don't know each other, but we're all facing the same thing. It is true. There is a sense of, uh, I guess, uh, community amongst people. I ho- hopefully, it like builds that. Hopefully, it like really shows people even more so than it ever has just how little you know the rich ruling class people actually care about any of the working class people. I'm always hopeful in situations like this that it's like an eye-opening experience for people who are maybe on the fence about that type of a thing before, but who knows? There is far less of a facade of giving a shit it seems like yeah that seems to have been dropped kind of it's just let's get back to work because we need to get the economy going and let's sacrifice the frontline people and the disenfranchised and the marginalized people let's people who are really going to suffer in these things seems like they're just kind of openly saying let's just sacrifice those people it's kind of i guess hopeful as you know it's obviously despicable they're doing that but you're hopeful that type of mask off behavior opens people's eyes on some level and says hey we gotta do something because yeah. it's both sides of the political aisle. It's it's really two sides of the same coin, all really essentially fighting against your best interest. And it's kind of fucked up. I mean, at least in Canada, we have a third party, like a viable third party yeah. in our election. We don't have like a two party system. So we have a, a socialist party that actually. So like if you're a if you're a socialist like I am, then you get to vote for a socialist party. You don't have to vote for the fucking. Imagine that. You don't have to vote for a centrist party. Party, which is like that exists but you don't have to vote for them like in america it's just like that's what this whole thing now well you're not going to vote for joe biden you're going to let donald trump it's like that sucks for people that that believe the stuff i believe because they're, they're not represented at all at the national level and that's fucking crazy i'm in the same boat that's why i do prank calls to these crazy right-wing radio shows because i I got so frustrated, like just seeing it all the time. You know, I have all my friends and all the people that I sort of interact with are American. So it was always in my face, you know, these stories. And it was just so frustrating. And I got so frustrated and didn't really know what to do about it. And I'm not really smart enough to, you know, 
I'm not going to go out there and change things politically and debate these people or whatever. So yeah, I just started thinking, what can I do to just kind of fuck with these people? And yeah. Anyway, it's great. I'm glad somebody's doing it. Honestly, it's such a great show. It's so funny. I appreciate that. So if anybody's not tuning into that, highly recommend that. Do you have any tips for people? I would say get outside and go for a walk is an obvious one. I would say like a less like obvious tip maybe is if you're like having a real day where you're feeling really bummed or whatever, just like try not to let yourself fall right into the hole. Just try to like do something positive, fucking clean up your bathroom or some bullshit, you know? Yeah. And then just say, hey, I cleaned my bathroom today. And it's just a good way to not totally fall into the hole of despair. Yeah, that's fair. And I think something could be said for getting some sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And jack your shit off. Fucking jack off. Definitively right now, we are in the midst of A, the golden age of Twitch streamers, and B, the golden age of jacking it. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the two takeaways I have so far. One could argue maybe I should have more priorities of what I'm learning from all this. Fuck priorities. Fuck anybody who's saying like, man, you got to come out of this shit with this, this, and this. Honestly, I'm not of that at all. Fuck that. Don't worry about bettering yourself during this time. Worry about fucking keeping yourself together, and then we'll get through this together, and then we can all I'll worry about bettering ourselves once it's all done. That's how I feel for real. I cannot agree more with that. Just focus on surviving and yes. being nice to yourself and exactly. kind. And we truly are just all doing it together. Is there anything you want to plug before we wrap it up? Uh, just check out my YouTube show, Not Even a Show. And then yeah, Twitch, I'm no prank radio. But YouTube, Not Even a Show on YouTube. That, that's what I want people to check out. Not Even a Show on YouTube. Awesome. Be kind to yourself. You're not alone in this. You need anything from me? I'm on Twitter. Thank you again for listening. Stay safe. Okay, bye.